AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Thursday. David Cauley out. We heard about his straight-up record. What about his ATS? Eight winners, nine losers against the spread. We got A.J. here from Houston with some insider takes. The Colts, Chris Ballard, more questions. He talks about Carson Wentz and makes zero sense. We'll parse out the sentences and tell you what he really meant. Or at least try to discern listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. I From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a Thursday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great, great nation. AJ, going to shine here in studio. Houston, longtime resident, moved to Vegas, put on a few pounds, <laughs> started lifting weights, 
and wore a tight shirt. That's a whole other story, though. <laughs> sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He is the fan who beats the man, A.J. Hoffman. Thanks, RJ. Great to be here on a day where the Houston Texans fired David Culley. We're after... starting right there, baby. We're All right, starting let's right do it. there. Because we got an insider. So you were in Houston for over 10 years, right? Yes. And you were at ESPN there in Houston. And eventually you were in the drive time afternoon, afternoon drive, as they say. How, you know, over the course of that time, had uh, on average the highest rated show amongst the sports shows. So, a lot of success down there, but you were not beloved by the Texans. Now, I tend to just give facts. I don't tend to try to editorialize. Is For at one point, you had, for the Texans, and tell me if this is correct or not, at one point, you had a you know the press credential that the leading show from the leading uh, station in town would naturally have, but then somehow, some way, through... Uh, I, I guess only your actions, but I mean, I don't know. It was revoked. It was revoked. I agree with everything except through my actions. Okay, I mean, most people don't think they are wrong. So, but that tells me you're a straight talker. That you weren't saying necessarily nice things about the taxes. Rarely did I say nice things about them. Okay, so what this surprises me, David Cawley. My take here. Former head coach David Cauley, eight and nine against the spread. Now, when you go four and thirteen and lose by ten points a game, and you go eight and nine against the spread, and literally ATS margin was plus plus point one, so they actually <laughs> covered the games by more than they lost, even though they lost an extra one against the spread. Then you look at Davis Mills, someone that you were. I mean, to the point of saying, did did you say they they could have burnt that draft choice? I mean, I did. All right. Well, I think we had to reevaluate. If you look from week fourteen on, and you look at PFF's grade number nineteen in the NFL. Now you could say, well, what's week fourteen on? The guy's a third rounder. The guy it was a project, and he had a stint, and then. He uh, Taylor came back, and then 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. That's not a, you know, that's more a handful plus of games. He is almost average. And you know what? We can look at it when you're answering your question, but I think during those same weeks, none of the rookies except Mac Jones, I think, exceeded that. I'm thinking he, of the six rookies, the five first rounders in him, I think he's going to be number two. And if so, doesn't Cauley get credit for that? Thoughts? I think he does get some credit for that. Uh, I, I was still that, was it like a crumb cake on the way out the door? What did he get? Uh, well, he didn't get anything out the door except the, the remaining money on his contract. But I don't. I still don't think Davis Mills is an NFL quarterback. Well, I mean, if you're 19, that means you're about average. And 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 he was trending up, up, up. He had one good game. No, that's after just week not 14. true. That's it's fundamentally true. true. Well, I mean, if you, well, how? What, do you, what is the word fundamentally? I mean, it's it's what objectively word, it's objectively true. I should have said. Okay, so let's do this. Let's set Davis Mills aside for a second. What we can have research do is I like to see the game by game, uh, sent 14 onward, and I like to see each game, and I like to see the QBR and the PFF grade. You continue though. Davis Mills, or excuse me, David Cully was a, a bad hire when they hired him. He's a guy who's never been anything more than a position coach in the NFL. Okay, now everyone's got to have a first job. Sure. 
most I mean, guys for a head coach is good. Bill Belichick once wasn't a head coach. Most guys become a coordinator somewhere along the way or mm-hmm. something. Improve it's it's steps. Well, I mean maybe, but uh, I mean in general, especially with these offensive players uh, or coaches, oftentimes you'll see that their coordinator in name only, like under Andy Reid, like Peterson really didn't call plays. Right, and he won a Super Bowl, and now we can look at. Um, we don't want to talk Nagy necessarily, but I think in general that you're right. But but look at Staley, one year as a coordinator. So, but Houston wasn't paying a lot of money. They were paying. He, he was the lowest paid coach in the league. Yeah. So I think considering that they went budget, he did pretty well. I don't disagree. Okay. I and like again, this is not to say that they made the right hire or they made a real NFL coaching hire, but with the roster they had knowing they weren't going to be good, that's what they did. But now you're firing them after 1 year. This is just another example of what bad organizations do. You've mentioned before the Steelers having three coaches basically in, in your lifetime since 69. <laughs> and now the Texans are firing guys after 1 year. It's this is what the Giants three times in a row they've had two year head coaches. This is what bad organizations do, and it's hard to get out of this cycle once you've gotten into it. Now let me pose the following: So, how bad do you, in general, how bad do you think Houston's is as an organization? They're the worst organization in football. All right, the worst, and thirty two of thirty two. Now, why? Why? What? makes you feel that they have a dopey owner the, the owner died he put his did son you, in charge did you see his act score i mean uh, no <laughs> but i've met the man trust okay. me wow okay. uh, <laughs> this is it, the the when the owner when bob mcnair did, died did security rush up when you talked to him <laughs> no when bob mcnair died his son is who the company was left to and he's not the most competent and, and and that was a sense that I had when uh, the father passed away. Uh, you know, I read through the uh, I'll say quote unquote resume, and it wasn't impressive. It, fe- it felt like a very classic rich. You know, again, I'm looking at it from a, uh, a distant perspective, but it looked like a, a rich man's son's resume. It's like Roman being put in charge on secession, is what it's like. Okay. <laughs> How many episodes have you seen? I just saw where they tried the, uh, the they, they tried the vote of confidence and failed. That's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. So um, I think Roman is probably much brighter. But okay, fair <laughs> enough. For those that don't watch Succession, great show. Okay. Um, what are some of the acts? So you're judging not the actions, but the actual traits. You're saying. He's dumb. And I, I'm not sure we can ever really know that because really what we do is we equate articulateness, how articulate people are with intelligence. But a lot of people are very bright that aren't articulate. And we also, let's be candid, you've been on the side of the media, the side of the fans are looking at you behind the glass. And you do something that you know maybe you couldn't help, but it's like, that was dumb what AJ did. Anyone in the public eye at all, and being a radio guy, you're in the public eye somewhat, is you know that the criticisms coming from the peanut gallery oftentimes are not warranted. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. What are the actions that uh, the Texans have made that make you say unequivocally the worst franchise in football? Making Bill O'Brien the general manager was the first mistake that he really made. Uh, bringing in a guy. Now, in- what do you say? It's Bill O'Brien's fault for even taking the job. I mean, he could have easily said, "Listen, I can't do both of these jobs, and I have no experience as a GM." 
if you are a guy who's got power in an organization and someone offers you more power, rarely are you going to say no. I, you're right. It's just, I, it, I think that's a mistake oftentimes. I agree. You know, there's a great story about the Revolutionary War, right? So George Washington won as the general. And there was like, if you think about it, there was uh, seven years between winning the war in 81, 17, 81, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, or it might have been 83. But either way, the first president wasn't until 88. So there was like the Continental Congress in that time. And um, they asked, they were talking to, I think it was King Henry over in England, and they asked, uh, Henry asked, well, what's George Washington going to do now? He goes, oh, he's going to go retire back to his farm, you know? And he says, what? He could be king of the United States and or whatever it was called, you know, the colonies, and he's going to just go home? He goes, if he does that, he's the greatest man that ever lived. So in a way, saying in Washington ultimately did, then he was elected president. Then after two terms, he chose not to run a third and started that to FDR went the other way with it, but <laughs> not judging, but, but, <laughs> but the fact is, I think you're making a great point. If you, if they're talking about just not taking over as King is making you the greatest man that ever lived. Then if you're the coach that in every coach is going to question the GM's moves, why not be the GM? But man, at minimum, why don't you put in a guy that knows how to do the operational stuff? You sit and veto over it. Why? I mean, he, the fact he was negotiating trades—that was a problem. Well, he brought in a guy to oversee that, and it was—who was that guy? He was the team chaplain of the New England Patriots. Okay, so Jack Jack Easterby. Easterby. Okay, made now, him the executive VP of football operations. Okay, so my understanding is, and and my only insight into this, and Sports Illustrated did a number of articles on that, right, on Easterby. Yes. Um, a fan, you know, I I talk with, and a fan of Mike Lombardi, who was with New England uh, with years uh, with Casario, the GM, and with Easterby, and he had nothing but positive things to say. So what I'm saying is, I I think having him on the dartboard doesn't cut it for me. And I also don't think it cuts it to say you used to be this, right? There's a great line. I'll quote one more thing in The Sopranos, where one time at the very end of the whole show, they're like, Bobby Bacala's number three? I remember, He goes, I remember he was a waiter not that long ago. And the guy goes, well, you were selling stolen computers out the back of your Crown Vic. You were selling them. So we all got a pass, right? At a certain point, you were whatever. I mean, Easterby, by all accounts— was wanting to get into the football side a long time. And if I'm not mistaken, he was really involved with the Kansas City Chiefs too, right? And 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 oh and on, I don't know how much of the football he was involved with there. Okay, but was he with the Chiefs first and the Patriots second or vice versa? I think Chiefs then Patriots. Okay. So I mean, what part of the football decisions? Like, like they got a GM. What is Jack Easterby doing? Well, they, remember the they didn't have a GM for for some time. Like, mm-hmm. but once Bill O'Brien was the GM, and then he he was there with Jack. When they moved on from Bill O'Brien, Jack became the interim GM until Nick Casario came on board. And how long was that time? Several months. Okay, and they didn't make major moves. No. Yeah, so he was. Yeah, so I guess my point is, can we point to something Jack Easterby did and say that's a, a big problem, or is it like, hey, they're doing some screwy things? It must be the guy that used to be the preacher. There are people who will tell you DeAndre Hopkins was traded for 
reasons non-football related. Well, Bill O'Brien was there at the time. He O'Brien, was? Yeah. There, there are people who have told me from the organization, players on the team have told me it was not Bill O'Brien's call to well, do that. How would, Bill, how would players know whose call it was? That's a good question. Right? I mean, it feels like this is how the art... And again, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it... it, it it's now the the theory is correct me if I'm wrong that Easterby has gotten close with the former you know the the passed away owner's wife yes the widow now that's a good way to say thank you is now uh, who has she command, actually owns the team she has command and control yes okay so you know. I don't know about that, but it's like, you know, obviously, if they're making decisions based on that, not a good thing. Obviously. Yeah. So, let me po- let me play devil's advocate for a second. I'm RJ Bow. We are straight out of Vegas. Okay. Maybe they said, we're hiring a coach late, because they were, if I recall, last year. And we're going to get a guy that is going to be a good culture fit. And it did seem like Houston played hard. Would you agree? Generally played hard. Yes. Okay. And they were overmatched in a lot of spots. Now, but you would have to give Cauley a good grade on effort for the team's effort, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, my next question is, it seems like Casario's approach was the same thing he did and what Belichick did originally with the Pats, which was the idea of let's improve our 40th player, our 38th player. Like we're, It's going to be hard to improve starters right now. This is a deep team. What we've seen is in the preseason, Houston played very well. We also saw that when COVID hit and they got wiped, a lot of players got wiped out, and so did the opponent. Houston was... You know, the backups were almost as good. Not much of a drop-off. Now, that stinks that your starters are bad, but in general, you'd have to say the team has a lot more talent now, even forgetting Mills for a second, than they did a year ago. Because, again, having a nice, robust, deep team, now it means you've taken care of maybe a third of the problem. I think two-thirds of the challenge is getting your starters straight, and a third is your backups. If you're thin at backups, that's a big problem. It feels like Houston's probably pretty good there. That feels like progress, don't you think? It does, until you think about the starters that they lost from a year ago. The talent that they lost that was actually on the field. Deshaun Watson being gone, obviously. Will Fuller being gone. No follow there. Zach Cunningham being gone. All the guys that were J.J. Watt moving on, those are all guys that were on the field for them a year ago that were better than what's on the field for them now as starters. But the depth has been built up, and it's it quality. That's A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas. Let's look at Davis Mills if we're talking talent. So, week well, let's just we're going from week 14 on. Let's just look at the two clear good weeks. Week 16 against the Chargers, a 77 QBR. That could have been 77 would be what on the season, McKenzie? Oh, number one by far. No one had above 70 this year. All right. So if week 16 was simply the season, Davis Mills would be the best quarterback in the NFL. Yes, he would. And oh, by the way, if week 18 was simply the season, he'd be the best quarterback in the NFL. So in week 16 and 18, he had a 77 and a 70 grade. And on PFF, he had a 76 and a 78, so pretty darn good there, too. I mean, if you let's be candid, right? If two of your last three games are mighty good, the trend line's going in the right direction, right? 
I mean, how can you even debate that? <laughs> how can you even debate it? Sam Darnold had a game where he had an 80 QBR this year. Like, it, uh, it, wasn't but it wasn't the last two of the three. It was not the last game, no. Yeah, and, and it was one game. I mean, what I'm saying is, and if you look at just the uh, PFF, let's say, because let's be clear, QBR accounts for the players around you. Yes. PFF tries to abstract that. Which rookie has a better grade than Davis Mills? You got that? Or you need a sec? One sec. Just Mac Jones. Only Mac Jones. Okay. Six quarterbacks, five in the first round, one in the third round. I guess there were some in between. We're not even counting them because they don't really count. (laughs) Because Mike Zimmer said, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. (laughs) So of the seven quarterbacks, he's objectively the second best. But you're saying objectively bad. That seems contradictory. I think he is objectively bad. Even though he's the second best. Second best of a bad rookie class, yes. Okay. So he's better than, than Zach Wilson and Justin Fields and Trey Lance. All right. by, by the way, sorry, that was just from week 14. He's actually tied with Lawrence right around the same in Fields, 59 on the season, PFF. Okay, so the one week he was better, but for the season, tied with the number one pick in the draft, <laughs> and Justin Fields, probably the most opti- you know, the, the, the quarterback with the most optimism for upside. Amongst the the first rounders, I think at this point for sure. Okay, closing thought. Any what should the audience know about Houston? Is it something to look f- like for the next move? Because I guess the point I was going to make is, and then we got off on the Davis Mills. I'll make it quickly. Is if the plan was hire a guy for one year, have him uh, do this and this, like try to develop Mills and try to do some culture things. Also. Let's create a situation where we improve our depth. And then once that year's up, he's done his job. Thank you. Handshake. Here's a watch. It's not gold, though, because it's only one year. And now they hire the guy for the next stage of this. Different stages of this need different guys. I think the case could be made that both Collie did a good job and Collie's job was over after year one. And it's part of a plan. Because my final point would be Nick Casario was on Belichick's team for over a decade. And he was a key part of that team. Belichick doesn't keep dum-dums around. We can look at some of the coaches that have not succeeded and said their interaction with the players has been the problem because they try to be like Belichick oftentimes. But as a GM, you're not really interacting with the players and you're making decisions. And I don't think he's dumb. And it feels like maybe the plan was one year with this guy and then we move to the next. Does that seem incomprehensible? It does not seem incomprehensible, and it seems like and they were, he was, Cal McNair was asked at the beginning of this season, "Are you trying to become the the Patriots South?" He said, "That is not our plan. We are not well, looking no, to who be would Patriots want to do, South. Who would want to be the best team in the last twenty years?" But Aaron Wilson from the NFL Network is reporting the Texans' coaching search. The top candidates: Josh McDaniels, Brian Flores, Jod Mayo. Three Belichick disciples. Okay, but if they get McDaniel, and I don't know, Mayo, Mayo doesn't have any head coaching experience. Inside linebackers yeah. coached the last three years for New England. But if they get either McDaniels or Flores, that would be a great move. But, but I mean, McDaniels is considered to be, I mean, we can go back and say Denver was a problem, but I think we see it. It's hard the first time as a head coach to succeed. He didn't. He was egotistical. He's gone back now like Belichick did after Cleveland, and, and it's been almost, what, a decade he's been back? It's been a while. So, I mean, the Colts were going to hand him the job when Andrew Luck was there, and he said, no, thank you. So, and McDaniels has looked even better since. You think McDaniels wouldn't be a good hire? I, I don't know if McDaniels, I, I mean, we just talked yesterday about the, the coaching tree of Belichick. Belichick, once these guys get away, the reason why there can't no be a Patriot a South. Chance. No one's gotten a second chance. Uh, I don't know if that's true. 
Well, who has? I mean, Adam Gase got a second chance. And Adam Gase wasn't on. Oh no, you're right. Okay, so let's. I'm going to let because I guess what I'm saying is the theory is did McDaniel's learn like Belichick learned? Because the reality is he rubbed people the wrong way in Cleveland, and that's one of the reasons he got fired. Last thought. I think that any t- even if you're right and they did know that he was a stopgap coach, a one-year thing. One, again, once you start firing coaches after one year, your coaching cycle becomes one year. It's hard to get out of that cycle. But it's been one time. Before that, they had Bill Bryan longer than you wanted him. Maybe longer that was part of you being Anna. What was it called? Were you banned for life? I wasn't banned for life. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> When we come back, we're going to try to parse what Chris Ballard said about Carson Wentz. He changed tenses. I don't know if he has a time machine, but I got to tell you, it is curious. And quite frankly, it raises big questions. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, C-R-S-H-O-W, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. 
Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words that I have I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. In just a minute, we're going to take a look at the comments of Chris Ballard, GM of the Indianapolis Colts, about the future of one Carson Wentz. Get your grammar books out. This is the fastest-growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled last year plus. That's because of you. And we're going to deliver back to you, reciprocate, as they say, with our very best effort. You can listen on 225 stations across the country. If you don't know your station, just go to foxsportsradio.com, look it up, and you can listen to the streaming right there if you want any of the FSR shows here in Vegas on the Strip. 64 degrees, the neon is pumping. All right, RJ, the Indianapolis Colts GM Chris Ballard says he is not ready to commit that Carson Wentz will be the team's quarterback for next season. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going a little deeper, a little <laughs> verbatim here. All right, let's. It's going to make it confusing, but okay. Well, it's initially perhaps, but then the confusion is going to give us insight. You, see, you know what I'm saying? Okay. If someone says something that doesn't say anything, that says something. You want me to repeat that? No. You got it? Okay. (laughs) Now, here's what – this is the quote. When we made the decision after Philip retired and we made the decision to make a move on Carson, at the time of the decision, (laughs) we felt good about it. Of course you did. Otherwise, you don't make the decision. Now, this isn't Ballard. This is AJ interjecting. Um, (laughs) Okay, but you make an interesting point. At the time of the decision, we felt good about it, meaning they weren't somehow at gunpoint. They weren't somehow coerced into doing something they didn't want to do. They did what they wanted to do. Every divorce guy felt good about getting married the day they walked down the aisle. Maybe not. There are shotgun <laughs> weddings. But, but, but I hear you. I hear you. Okay, but I think the point's been made, but let's just say it playing without, you know, flat is ob- he has not said anything yet. When we, one more time, when we made the decision after Philip retired and we made the decision to make a move on Carson, at the time of the decision, we felt good about it. At least he didn't say the decision. And I still don't regret. The decision. Oh, wait, that makes sense. But then it says, at the time. (laughs) What in the (laughs) hell does that mean? I still don't regret the decision. Did he mumble it? At the time. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so really, 
If he's saying if he could go back in time and only know what he knew at the time, <laughs> he'd feel good about he'd it. He'd make still. the same decision he did at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and he might still be here wondering what he's going to do next year, but he. Okay. But then sitting here today outside of my time machine, just so you all know, you all know, I won't make a comment on who is going to be here next year. Now, wait a minute. That's even worse than I thought. He's not saying who's going to start. He's not saying that we're going to bring in a, a real competitor for the spot. We won't say who's even going to be here. He might be banned from the state of Indiana. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, who finished top 10 in QBR this year. Is that right? Yeah. 27 touchdowns, kinda, seven it, picks. It kind of makes QBR have to be retired from the show, I think. You think so? Well, let's just say this. Davis Mills had a better trend line at the end of the year. <laughs> oh, certainly, the last few games. <laughs> okay, but let's, let's get serious here for a second. But then, then the, he double talks again. That's not fair to any player. So, once again, I won't make a comment on who is going to be here next year and who is not going to be here next year. That's not fair to any player. Huh. So, if, huh, if the Steelers say, you know something, T.J. Watt, you're going to be here next year, and we're going to have welcome you with open arms. T.J. Watt, that's not fair to me, coach. <laughs> I mean, what the H? I mean, this guy, you know what he reminds me of? First of all, let's make something straight. Chris Ballard is one of the most popular GMs in the he media. Is well respected. A buddy of yours that used to, you used to manage um, in uh, Houston is like good Very friends, good friends with, him. with him, yeah. A scout for NFL Network. Yep. Lance Erline. Yeah. And Colin talks about uh, uh, him a good bit, too, with his insights, Lance. So, and Colin knows Chris Ballard also and, and seems to be fond of him. It, this feels like a guy that has, like, a much less intelligent partner. All right? So, let's say that, you know, guy, girl, whatever. It might be a girl with a guy. But the partner's much less intelligent. And thus, they can do pretty much whatever they want and, and let's say he says, well, why were you out last night? I wasn't out. And if it's like, but the, I didn't see you. Work. Oh, no, no, I was somewhere else. Okay, honey. Like, it's like anything that he says, people are nodding apparently because now that it's getting scrutiny, how could he think this was going to pass mustard? It's very odd that he would think it would. And the fact that he's saying, like you said, it, it's not fair to anyone to say who will be here next year. It's it's perfectly fair to everyone to let them know where they stand. Exactly. And the season's over. If the season wasn't over, I could, I mean, maybe it wouldn't be good business for him to do it, but it's not about, and plus, if, if it was unfair, it would only be unfair to the players, the negative. But even the negative, the players that weren't going to be there would want to know it, you would think. Like, imagine someone said, what's the future for Quentin Nelson, or what's the future for Jonathan Taylor or Darius Leonard? Wouldn't it be fair to say? <laughs> it's not really fair to discuss. I can't say where they'll be next year. All right, so last thing here. We, we really do got to understand, though it's ridiculous, this is a sign that... One, all he's done is getting much more attention on this, right? much more attention. But there's no way he can be even neutral on Carson Wentz, or you wouldn't say this. No. And it, it really makes you wonder, gave up a first, you gave up a third. You have, is it $16 million? $15 million dead cap 15 if, you, million, if you cut him this year. If you cut him, it's $15 million. Like Jalen Ramsey, same last name as the chef. But he's a cornerback. 
he is about 15 million, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And the other options on your roster right now are Sam Ellinger and Brett Hundley. Well, obviously, it's not going to be that. But, the, I mean, you give up a first, you give up a third, and $60 million of dead cap for a year in which, since week 14, Davis Mills had a better QBR. <laughs> he was 19th, and Carson Wentz was 24th. Yeah. And that's, you know, week 14 wasn't yesterday. That's PFF grade. Man. Oh, that's a PFF grade. Okay. Even more important. Because I don't trust any more. You're done with QBR. At least this year, I think, because Carson Wentz. <laughs> I mean, let's all just ponder for a second. If Carson Wentz was the 12th best quarterback in the league by some measure, what do you do with that? What do you do with that measure? We'll talk about the Giants' next head coach. First, though, be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. You know, maybe you should apologize. Once we heard him say it, it sounded like it made a lot of sense. Cleared everything right up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> who, who, what was the name of the former giant that had his hand, like lost fingers? Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. I guess he said he didn't regret his decision. To like those <laughs> At five the time, five. he didn't. At the time, he said, but right. now, you know. <laughs> Whew. Okay, the Giants. We've got the odds on who is going to be the next coach. Right now, Doug Peterson is the favorite. He's 4-1, to one, but he is the favorite. The Bills, OC, Brian Dayball, plus 475, second favorite. Flores, boy, he seems to be on a lot of lists, 5-1. to one. Biennemi from Kansas City, the ostensive OC, 5-1. to one. And Jim Harbaugh, ugh, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> He smells. Six to one. All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, I'm going to come up with another funny example of someone who didn't regret something from the past. I'm going to spend the whole break thinking about that. And also, we're going to give you my early best bet of the wild card round. That's coming up next. But first, he's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, 
up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Let's take a look at this weekend. One thing, A.J., one okay. thing. This is a story people don't know, and I think it, it's a quick one, but it's going to be interesting. I guess Leo DiCaprio, the last thing he said, and most people don't know this, the Kate Winslet before he lost consciousness in the water, was he didn't regret booking passage on the Titanic <laughs> at the time. Well, <laughs> it makes sense at the time. All right, let's take a look at this week's games in the NFL. And obviously, two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and one Monday night game. You know, I'm, we're going to do a smorgasbord of freebies here. I'm going to give a game... I'm going to give a prop, and you're giving a prop. Let's do it. And tomorrow, we're giving two sides. So you're going to have five best bets at minimum for this weekend. And I'm betting every one of them. I'll start first with my side, then we'll go to AJ's prop, and then my prop. The New England Patriots plus four. Why is this? Okay, home field advantage is... Two, two and a half. In division, two is going to be high. So let's call it two. So that means that Buffalo is better than New England, at least based on this line, by a significant degree. Because to get to two to two and a half, okay. But to get to three is gigantic. To get to three and a half is gigantic. That's the most key number in the NFL. And then to get to four is another tick. All right. What's the case that the Bills are better by that amount than New England. I'm not sure there is one. I know New England's done not as great lately. And I know you could say, hey, Mac Jones, you know, in the big games, he's been just a little short. And I think that's the whole point, a little short. They covered against Tampa Bay. They cut or they should have covered against Dallas. Touchdown in overtime, that was a tough one. And they were, when Josh Allen played, 
one of his greatest games of his life, the second matchup against New England. New England dropped a pick six that would have given them the lead with like six minutes left in the game. I mean, literally, it was a drop, and it was clear sailing. Now, listen, even if they score there, it's probably 50-50 what happens. You know, Buffalo's going to probably have two shots at it. But still, when you play the best game of your career, your quarterback rushes the ball like a dozen times over 100 yards, throws it great, and Mac Jones has one of his worst games, and it's that close? And we add one more thing in. The weather is supposed to be right around zero, you know, 10 degrees at kickoff, down to about zero later, wind chill. There's not much wind, but right around zero, all right? There's been 40 games since 1963 in which the temperature has been five degrees or less. So the average score in those games has been 38 points. The real cold, the real cold affects scoring. But here's the piece that people aren't talking about is Josh Allen has a super strong arm that lets him cut through the wind in that wind game, but he doesn't know when to take the heat off the ball. And when your hands are that cold, catching a really hard ball is really hard. So in a way, this feels like it's going to be the wind game halfway in that the teams are going to have to run a bunch. Or if they pass, it's going to be a problem. But New England has already proven that they can run, 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 and just run. And Buffalo can't do nothing about it. Now, if Buffalo's throwing great, the running isn't enough that New England's doing. But if they can't throw great because of this weather, then New England's got the advantage. And I think plus four is probably a slightly good bet without the weather. The weather pushes it over the top for me. Best bet, New England plus four. My early best bet. AJ, your prop. My prop sort of tails off what you were just saying. Damian Harris, Patriots running back over 55 and a half yards. 214 yards on 28 carries in the first two matchups with the Bills. Over over seven and a half yards per carry. And that's, in, that's important because Belichick sees cer- certain things against certain Ds and who he runs, it's not always going to repeat, but that's a good sign that he got so much usage in those prior games. Yeah, and as you said, I think the game script will mean that the ball's going to be on the ground. When I think you for, say game script, what do you mean by that? I think if it's a close what game. What do you mean by game script? As long as the Bills don't jump out what to 28 game points. Script? The way the flow of the game is directing the way you call plays. Okay, okay. Uh, I think that the, So if you're up big, you're going to run the ball more. You're correct. down big, you're going to throw. Yeah, and in the Patriots situation, if you're neutral, you're probably going to run the ball more than you throw. Especially if the weather's as bad as I thought. All right. so, so repeat that one more time. Damian Harris over 55 and a half rushing yards. My second best bet is a prop. It's uh, Big Ben. Let's get the latest number up. Big Ben passing yards over. What do we got, McKenzie? 229. 229. Now, why? why? This is actually, as AJ says, game script. But I'll say it like this, game script. <laughs> and what is that? That's when, hey, the game is a certain scenario and it leads to certain play calls. Well, you know what we know about Big Ben is this is probably his last game, especially if they're behind and he's a warrior. And what happened in the Cleveland game in the playoffs last year that could have been his last game, he threw for over 500 yards in a game that they got down big in. What did they do against Minnesota? He threw for a bunch of yards. What did he do against the Chargers when they went down? He threw for a bunch of yards. Big Ben will go out with his boots on. They'll probably fall behind over passing yards. Big Ben... 
If you missed any of today's show, including... Well, I thought your breakdown and your insight into the Houston firing was quite strong. You can check all that out at foxsportsradio.com. We're going to be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. Two more best bats and a full preview Vegas style. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.